them come. This is their fate. All right, all right. Welcome back to the House of Wolves podcast. I am your host, Deontay. Here are my near and dear friends, Jalen and Josh. We got a very special episode because this is a very special week in gaming. A lot of stuff has happened. A lot of stuff has been announced. A lot of showcases. This is basically the E3 week, technically, without E3. So a lot of stuff has been happening. Uh, so we got a lot to talk about, and we're going to try to get through a lot of it today. Um, hopefully it's not super, super long, but we're going to try to talk about a lot of stuff. Um, but yeah, before we get started, as usual, Jalen, Josh, tell the people how you've been, what you've been up to, what you've been playing, and how's the day-to-day going for you. Don't hold back, because I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I've been doing all right. Just playing a lot of Street Fighter. I just finished the um, World Tour mode, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed the the game a lot. And you know, just now trying to get online, get better, uh, fight against players and ranked stuff like that. Um, Street Fighter, like I said last week, is a really good game, and I'm liking it a lot. Um, other outside of that, I haven't played anything else. I still haven't really touch zelda in a bit just because i haven't had time and um mm-hmm. I, yeah like we were saying i want to dedicate a lot of time to it you know don't feel like i don't want to feel like i'm rushed and things like that and with yeah. like, all the announcements this week it's just so many games coming out that i don't actually know how i'm gonna play them all uh nope. yeah a lot of big rpgs and, and I, I would say a lot of games that have impressed me uh, where I wasn't previously excited, but now there's a lot that I'm actually looking forward to. Uh, otherwise, it's very hot here in Japan, just trying to stay cool. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much that's it with me. What about you, Jalen? Jalen, it's been yeah, the biggest true. week in gaming. What you've been watching? Tell us. Tell us about your Xbox Showcase <laughs> watch party. Tell us something. Xbox, okay. what, you, what, you, what you've been doing. You've been watching basketball. Oh my goodness. You talking about that garbage uh, series? Like no. <laughs> man, what you talking about, man? No, I ain't been I ain't been doing a whole lot. I just been uh I ain't been I really just been playing Cuphead. <laughs> you been playing oh, yeah. Cuphead for real? Cuphead. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was trying to figure out. I was like, man, I'm finna get Cuphead. I was playing my nephew uh this over the weekend. I'm looking like I do kind of miss playing this game. I was like, yeah, I'm finna go ahead and put this Xbox to use and get a Cuphead. I wasn't finna uh, get on the Steam Deck, so. Yeah, man, I got Cuphead. That's what I've been playing. Yeah. And, yes, y'all know how I be a bosses, man. I was playing last night. I was like, man, I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna beat this boss and go to sleep. Man, he was with me for like an hour, man. I'm with her like, dang. <laughs> I'm like, man, I can't go to sleep for loser, though, man. Oh my goodness! I proceeded to waste an hour and didn't go work out no more. No, I got supposed to because it took me so long to beat the boss. <laughs> right. Uh, no idea. This guy's actually been on the game. He must be in offline mode. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. So, but other than that, I mean, I ain't been doing much. Uh, we got our Xbox fanboys here. I didn't really pay attention to the Xbox. <laughs> I seen some. They said new Xbox or something like that, but I don't. I ain't pay attention to none of that because I mean, uh, Xbox is a uh, not a DVR device, but a um, 
uh, uh, some some for me to use to watch Funimation and not necessarily play games on it. You unless mean, I'm playing you Cuphead. Play Cuphead. What you talking about? That's what I said. Unless I'm playing Cuphead or, or Elden Ring at this point now. So, oh, but goodness. that's about it though. Everything else cool. Uh, still trying to find a car and a little frustrated with that, but that's pretty much it. So, so um, I kind of figured. Um, you, you probably wasn't going to see nothing. So it's going to be good to kind of um, educate you on a little something, hopefully something out of this conversation you'll be interested in. Um, but uh, me, I, I mean, I've been indulging in the medias. I've been uh, doing all the, the research, the, the uh, just, just pulling together a bunch of information that I was about a bunch of games that I'm interested in watching all of the freaking extra stuff, all the developer commentary, literally on in, on Twitter, just looking at all the extra dialogue on the sides. So I am a a wealth of knowledge in regards to this week right now. I'm trying to find an outlet and trying to funnel it all. But right now, I, I mean, I did a few uh, YouTube videos and shorts or whatever. But right now, I'm finna kind of unleash all this information. So, like I said, it's going to be a lot of info. I'm probably going to go pretty fast because it's a lot to cover. But um, I want to kind of get you guys' opinion on stuff. And if you saw anything that you were um, during the week that was interesting, as you said, Josh, stuff that you wasn't interested at, before, at first, but now you're a little bit more intrigued and definitely want to hear about those highlights for you guys as well. And don't make sure you just point them out when I'm going through it. Cause I ain't going to know and I'm not going to stop. I'm just going to keep going. But, um, yeah, let me know which, wh wh when we get there. Anywho's. All right, let's start with the, um, big shebang bang. The Xbox showcase kicked off, uh, Sunday and it, it had quite a few surprises. I'm going to hold my, um, I'm going to hold off on judging it um, until the very end, but we're going to kind of go through the lineup and I'll stop and pause if anything is of interest. And I'm going straight from top to bottom. I'm going to give my opinion and then I'm going to give you guys time and then we're going to move on. So uh, Fable. Fable was the first introduction to the showcase. So basically when the showcase went black, came back up, it was Fable. And if you guys haven't seen that, um, I don't even know what you call it. You can't call it gameplay. It's in-game footage. I'm going to keep saying it because that's what they named it. But it was kind of some trickery. I ain't going to hold you. But at least it tells me some of the assets, some of the things they're going to be trying to pull off, some of the things they're going to be doing. But Fable was by far the, the most intriguing thing that I saw. Or not the most intriguing. It was the most sony caliber thing i saw from microsoft and um uh, i don't want to you know downplay everything else that was shown but this was like that one game where it's like a graphical leap significant graphical leap and then there was a lot of intricacies in the details so for my level i'm always thinking of horizon or god of war when i'm thinking about like details and this felt like this was one of those games where they truly wanted to have a action adventure of the caliber of an Uncharted or something of that nature. So Fable, in my opinion, is being reworked to fit that bill. 
and I'm so happy for it because I, I never played any other Fable games and I was never interested in that um, type of game. But humor is always going to be funny. Dry humor is always going to be funny to me and things like that where you put into that box where you meet the, the demands that we're kind of looking for, especially when it comes to graphics. I, I think gameplay in these types of games... Gameplay is is like a side, it's like sidestepped, um, I, and, I, and I agree that, and, and and I still hold that same opinion with God of War and things like that. I don't feel like the gameplay of God of War is the best selling thing out there. I think the story and the graphical capabilities and the and the, the the animations, the level of detail, that's truly what sells those games. It ain't the gameplay. I understand Fable is supposed to be the more sort of gameplay, but I think honestly. The story and what you can do in the world or maybe the details of the world is probably going to be the most interesting part. And as all they got to do is sell me on the world and I'm in really didn't care about the characters. I'm more so sold on the world and what you're going to be doing in it. And I thought that whole scenario was very interesting, short, but interesting. Any thoughts on Fable or did y'all see anything on Fable? So I was yeah, right. Fable, I think I said something about that. Yeah. Oh, you saw it? Nah, I was just gonna say, uh, you know, they're gonna bring Fable back. I think I said that on the last yeah. podcast. Yeah, so. yeah, it's it's been a while for Fable though, because they haven't had like I guess like a main console game in a while, and it looked mm-hmm. really good. I liked Fable Two a lot. Like I think it's actually a really good game as far as like gameplay and just the overall world. Like you said, mm-hmm. the world is weird. It's kind of goofy, um, mm-hmm. like the trailer and stuff. Kind of like I don't want to say Sims, but it's like. British humor overall, which you yeah. know, if you watch that, watch a lot of TV shows like that, you're used to it. But for like a lot of American people, if you don't watch it, it can feel weird. But I like that vibe yeah. overall because uh, it's not too serious. And then, um, other than that, the yeah, it was in game footage. So, you know, maybe these are cutscenes, but what they showed at least looked very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and if the game is close to that, then I think I'd be happy with it. Really, all they have to do is make a fun adventure, give you like unique powers, unique weapons, and you know, go out and fight werewolves and stuff. And I think it'd be a fun experience. I don't know if they're gonna go deep on the story, uh, but so far it looks very fun, and that's that was one of my highlights from the Xbox showcase. So I'm looking forward to it. Good, good, good. Yeah. Um... And like I said, that that was that was how they started the show. So then we went into um, uh, South of Midnight. Now, South of Midnight, very much so a different feel, different vibe, but it was also in-game footage. So they wanted to make sure they understood at least that it was in the it was in engine. I wouldn't even call it in engine. I know, I know in-game footage can mean a lot of things. That's why it was very vague and um weird but at the end of the day that's how they went to they wanted to verbalize it but um it is something that is being ran on something okay i don't know what that means i don't know if it's in engine i don't know if it's a cutscene but what from what i could tell is that at least telling is setting up the mood we're not going to get a, a vowed situation uh which we're going to talk about in a minute but we're going to they're, they're setting up the at least the the style of it the 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 setting of it the characters of it how it's going to look how it's animated that was kind of tells me what that in-game footage is tag is and south of midnight honestly it didn't give us much 
but it was just a really cool trailer. Like, honestly, that was one of those things where I was just like immediately uh, transformed to the world. I was like, I was like, it, it was like, I, you know, they, they put me in there and it felt as if I was already invested in whatever what the heck was going on. And I didn't know anything of it, but that was how powerful, at least how entertaining that little snippet was from anything out of Xbox's camp is just like when they when they actually showed what they were going to what, what it was what 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 the game because you don't you don't even know what the game is all you know is the concept of it and the concept of it seems tells me at least from what I was seeing is that you're going to be dealing with a lot of magical um interesting it had like this very um uh I, I don't I don't know it was like Illinois voodoo vibe and I just I just it just felt interesting uh, and it never it never hurts to have a black lead so I'm I'm just really interested in that game overall that setting and what they're gonna do with it um it seemed like she was a monster hunter or some type of form of of a deity hunter something of that nature whatever that is um it it definitely intrigued me a lot. Um, and that was the second game. And anything on South of Midnight? Uh, no, not much to say. I, overall, it did look very good as far as the overall vibes of the trailer. Um, mm -hmm. You know, a, a creepy, like, bayou-type environment. And yeah. you're going to be doing something, you know, hunting monster, monsters or werewolves and stuff like that. Uh, they didn't get, go, like, we don't, like you said, we don't know what type of game it is. Because mm -hmm. in the past, they made We Happy Few, which was kind of like a survival game. Yeah. Uh, you know, with collecting resources and stuff like that. So I don't know what it's going to be. So far, it's looking good. And I, I'd say I'm at least looking forward to it. Um, I like what I saw so far. Yeah. And just to be clear, these two games did not have a release date or anything like that. So um, don't expect yeah. these anytime soon. Uh, Star Wars Outlaws. Um, this actually does have mm -hmm. a like a time frame, a tentative time frame of when it's going to come out, 2024. But when you see Star Wars Outlaws, just think of, uh, G I, I want to say GTA um, in the in Star Wars Galaxy, which is very much so very interesting to me. Um, I think Ubisoft did a a good job of showing this game, the gameplay, the mechanics. It kind of had a mixture of all of their games, which is it could be a good and bad. I definitely got a lot of Watchdog vibes when they were she was using the um, secondary characters to kind of move around the world and and yeah, like, like turn stuff. switches on and turn stuff off. But I never hated the Watchdogs Legions or Watchdogs um, gameplay. I just didn't care for the setting. Star Wars is always going to be amazing to me. I feel like every time I play a Star Wars game, I'm, I'm like truly enjoying the, the atmosphere of it. And what it's doing is that it's putting us in the, in the, in the, in the, in the field or in the boots of a regular person. That's just a, a smuggler. And I don't think we ever had that type of, you know, we never had that type of, um, I guess, protagonist. We never had someone that is truly just like it, it reminds me of uh, of Andor. And I was like, oh, I'm here for that for sure. But I mean, he's a little different, but I've, I'm here for that setting. and I'm here for that type of story to be told. Um, I'm just I got I'm a little reserved on my excitement simply because it's coming from Ubisoft. But they haven't had 
I wouldn't think they'll fumble this. <laughs> it's too big. It's too it's too big of a game to fumble. Um, it just doesn't make sense. And what from what they shown, I was impressed. So I will I will give them that. Um, and that was like again, this is coming out the Xbox showcase, but they did a in-depth gameplay on the Ubisoft forward um showcase. So you, if you wanted to see both, um, you know, Xbox unveiled it, another another great game to show, and truly people were anticipating. And the, and the good thing about this one that is it is coming around the corner. Um, it is coming out in 2024. We didn't really get a time frame in 2024, but at least um, it is coming out um, or at least has a year behind it versus the other things that we were just talking about that did not. Um, so, yeah, that was th the three first three games. What would you think about Star Wars Outlaws, um, Josh or Jalen, if you saw anything? Um, for me, it was one of the surprises because i wasn't looking forward to anything that ubisoft had to show like they've are they already showed their assassin's creed a bit and it looks okay i'm not mm -hmm. i don't know if i'm gonna be interested in this one but as far as this game and their other like uh big ip games like like you said ubisoft has a hit, hit or miss track record with certain game genres mm -hmm. like world games so uh, but I was happy to at least be impressed with what they showed. It's basically watchdogs in space. Like you have the watchdogs mm -hmm. combat, you can hack things or sneaking around stuff like that. Uh, but what they show, like the Star Warsness of it, like everything feels, uh, like feels very good. Like very kind of similar to Fallen Order, but you know mm -hmm. Ubisoft's take. Um, yeah, just the ability to, to just jet off and just immediately go into the sky and no loading screen. That just yeah. gives me so much of a of a cozy feeling that they actually know what they're doing and they're trying to stay true to the to the to the experience. That just makes me happy because yeah, yeah these are big worlds, but for the for them to feel connected in that way is a really big feat so um that tells me that they are actually they actually put some time into it and they weren't just kidding around they were really truly trying to make a open world story driven star wars and mm -hmm. i'm i'm here for it I, I i don't want any you know outpost i mean they probably gonna have some but i don't want that type of scenarios i want true fun adventurous linear but open type of situation but it, when you come with the open world come with the open world tropes so you have to deal with that too but i want huge large set pieces that truly you know you know make me feel like i'm an outlaw in star wars and and and, mm -hmm. and you're going to be you know you're going to have a wanted um a wanted uh uh system so it i i i just feel like i'm going we're going to this is going to be some one of those games that if they can pull it off, it's going to be truly like the next level when it comes to like, because it's so hard to build a space game in this way, especially when it comes to like that, that GT level cyberpunk, you know, type of game, like half the stuff in cyberpunk was broken when it shipped. If they can nail even like 68% of that, I think it's going to be a great game. So yeah, I think they they can do it. At least I'm feeling good about it because they showed a couple ideas. One, they got Dead Eye from Red Dead, so vehicle combat yeah. is going to be a lot more manageable and fun. But yeah. when it comes to the space thing, they made 
that space game a couple of years ago on the Switch, which was the um, I forget the name of it. It's like Starlink. Uh, but basically, oh, I know what you're talking about. That, yeah, that game it had that same system where you can jump in your ship, fly right up into space, and then go out and explore space. And I feel like they nailed it in that game. You know, Ubisoft yeah. they're reusing, you know, content and assets, which is good in this situation. Take what worked from that game, put it into Star Wars, and you have a, a overall system that works. So as long as they don't mess it up, mess it up with microtransactions, mess it up with you know the story or whatever else. I think so far it's looking really good. Okay. okay. It's far away though. It's, uh, yeah, 2024. I mean, yeah, it's pretty far. So, um, but it, it, at least we have a date for that one. I mean, I mean, not a date, but a, a time frame. Um, 33 Immortals and Payday Three. Um, I don't. I don't play Payday 3s, but a lot of people were happy that this finally was um, announced. Um, a lot of people said it kind of looked like the second one. 33 Immortals seems interesting. It kind of gives me that Hades vibe, but with multiple multiplayer, um, which would be interesting. Um, but this was, again, 33 Immortals um, kind of started to... It changed the pace. I mean, 33 Immortals was still looking a good game, but then when after that, then it came Payday 3, and I was like, okay, the pace is a little off for the showcase. Um, but once we got back to something interesting, and I, mean, and I don't want to stop you if you had something for them. Did you want anything to say about 33 Immortals or Payday 3? No, I don't personally care about Payday and 33 Immortals. It's 33-player multiplayer. It's interesting, I think, but that... Mm -hmm team or studio makes interesting stories so i i guess i would jump in and see and most of these games we've talked about are on game pass so you know i'm willing to check it out at least yep so next big thing was persona 3 reloaded unfortunately it was leaked um but it was it would have been a big surprise and i'm gonna keep it that way in my mind that they have worked with um atlas to remake or to not they, they didn't work with atlas but they were able to announce this from atlas and atlas is doing a very good job of allowing you know xbox some time to shine because it's been playstation for so long um i guess i don't know but they had three different atlas games at this conference just so you guys are aware and persona 3 reloaded started off and it's the remake and i never played persona 3 so this is going to be a good way for me to kind of join and actually play this one um, and again, it's, it's just updating it to the Persona 5's visual quality, um, in Unreal Engine. So it's not like it's going to be super leaps of bounds, but it's definitely going to make it feel refreshed and, um, updated for the, for the current generation. Um, and again, I don't know nothing about the story, so, um, but I'm interested in this, uh, for sure. Um, again, another one of those things where, you know, Xbox has, um, I guess they just leverage their money. I don't know. Whatever the case may be, I'm glad they were able to announce it, have that moment because um, in my eyes, this is a big moment for for them and Atlas because again, those games were they just coincide with at PlayStation. So just for that to be something that Xbox can now have, it's it's great in my opinion. Um, any thoughts on Persona Three, Josh? Is it worth it? Um, That's your favorite one. 
Yeah, it's my favorite one. I was gonna ask, is this this your time to finally play it, Jalen? I don't know, man. You know, don't it's games on Game Pass. Like it's on Game Pass. You got Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, but them games be long, and it's going to disappear on Game Pass before I finish it. Nah, well, I don't think so. Persona 3 isn't, at, like, Persona 5 is 100 hours, but Persona 3 is, like, 40. So it's manageable. Um, I would say it's at least I'm interested in it because Persona 3 is my favorite of them because I think it has the best story like it actually goes into like a lot of detail about where the personas come from and stuff like that uh and so it's a fun game for me i it's kind of a weird remake because they updated the graphics but i want to see what else they've actually improved about it because they also re-released the game earlier this year uh which with no changes on xbox and now the remake is coming but they haven't actually said what's new because Persona, I heard sorry, that they Persona talked about it be coming from a ground up or something. At least I read something that where, um, yeah, they redid all the art, which hmm. is fine. But what I mean specifically is there are a couple different versions of Persona Three, just like Persona Four and Persona Four Golden. There's hmm. Persona Three. There's a re-release called uh, FES, and then there's Persona Three Portable, and they all have different content, like different characters, different uh, endings, different things like that. And so hmm. far this remake doesn't have that other stuff so it are they gonna add that stuff later are they making new content for this remake or anything like that or is this just the original story in higher graphics because if that's the case i don't know if it's worth it to buy but still good thing it's on game pass so i can still check it out and i'll have to make an investment into it but i want to see what else new they're going to add to it no, it's a good perspective. I didn't know that. Um, I just, you know, figured that they all were the same. <laughs> nope. I should have thrown Persona 5 Royal, all the bull crap that had come out of the Persona. Uh, but yeah, I am super interested because, again, I played 4, I played 5. I'm interested in playing 3. And um, I'm, I was ready to play another Persona game. I just didn't feel like um, playing 5 again um Mm -hmm. yeah so um this is this 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 definitely was um exciting for me for sure um and then we got um a little bit of a a sidestep i ain't gonna lie avowed so avowed was um announced previously um and I, i can't remember when but it had like a more of a um darker tone it had like a a interest more interesting or more interesting looking uh cgi trailer and then what we got kind of brought came kind of crashing back down to reality that it's obsidian and obsidian is good for telling a decent story they were never good at graphically creating something special so um avowed isn't doesn't look like a bad game it just did not meet my expectations um unfortunately and 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 the only thing i say about avowed because i was never interested in the first place is that hopefully it finds an audience for those that want to play a a smaller Skyrim because that is truly what it's going to be. Um, it's just a smaller Skyrim. It's not open world. It's open world esque. And um, from what I heard and what I was told, or at least what I saw, is that it is in the Pillars of Eternity's um, uh, universe and. 
they are are trying to have a they're trying to tell a compelling story but they're also having a lot of different variations in your builds or whatever you can what, what you can do and then they also are like i said they're 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 allowing you to kind of explore the world in your own way but at the end of the day it's still like a linear path to get through the story um so that kind of keeps it um straight and narrow and not so all over the place where you don't even have to finish the the, the game of skyrim to enjoy it just like another game we're going to be talking about here shortly but um you don't have to finish the game. You just really can run around and do a bunch of stuff and get lost in the world. Avowed is going to have a tell a story and you can definitely, you know, explore and do things, but it's not going to be that large and that, ex- and that expansive. Um, so a, a tight knit game like this may be interesting to some. It's just not interesting to me. I need something new to be done for me to play it. I don't want to play Skyrim. Never played Skyrim. And I don't think a smaller Skyrim is going to make me feel good. I think Elder Scrolls 6 might make me play the game. And that's simply because of its newness, its graphics, if hopefully they do something well with the graphics. And then possibly telling a, a story. But at the end of the day, those types of games aren't the aren't my main um, draw. Uh, but what did you think about Avowed, uh, Josh? Yeah, I'm actually a lot more positive on Avowed than you because I've played the Elder Scrolls games and they're fun, but they don't have good like main plots because there mm-hmm. basically is no main plot. You just go around to side quests all day. And the yeah. side quests are what's actually fun. And with Obsidian, at least, they've always been the slightly better version of Bethesda where they make the same type of games, but they focus on quality over quantity. And I think that if they can just give a really good fantasy story in this game, I won't I won't mind because honestly, well, Starfield might be a different case, but I'm not expecting anything different from Elder Scrolls Six other than we got uh, AI Chat GPT NPCs implemented, <laughs> and the game is huge, and like that's cool to some people, but I don't actually want to. S- walk around talking to random NPCs all day. Like I would rather mm-hmm. somebody writes a like really high quality, interesting story and get me into their world. Um but I mean yeah, the the graphics overall are they're leaning more on the stylistic or like more cartoony cartoonish look mm-hmm. than uh what we originally thought. So yeah, the graphics are a bit let down, but I think the overall the game quality should still be worth checking out Mm -hmm. well that's a i mean that that uh like i said different perspective um okay well let's see let's see let's see let's see sea of thieves legend of monkey island i'm not interested but um i i actually like monkey island but i don't i haven't played a monkey island like what set eight years so, um, I'm, but I'm not interested in the world of Sea of Thieves, unfortunately. I don't think I ever will be. But um, I think a lot of people will enjoy this. And it tells me that they actually listen to the audience and, and bringing things in that's really cool. That tells me the same thing about Fortnite. You know, like I don't care to play it, but I love that they actually keep it updated and people are truly enjoying what they're putting in it. So um, another one of those things. But what do you think about Sea of Thieves Legends of Monkey Island? 
Yeah, uh, I'm personally not interested in Sea of Thieves, but it's good to see that it's getting, high, I'd say, high quality content added. What, like, yeah, for sure. Seven years after it released. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's been a while. Um. So, yeah, but Monkey Island. Okay, then we got um another surprise for me. I thought it was really cool. At least, um, Microsoft Flight Simulator 2024 was announced and i thought the whole jobs thing was really really cool like they updated their engine quite a bit um i thought it was just really cool so mm -hmm. i i mean I, i'm not gonna play it again uh and i think i have to come to the point of you know xbox just is is for everybody and everybody gonna have something to play and maybe it's not for me, but if the quality of that is good, then I'm not disappointed. So Microsoft Flight Simulator, to me, I don't want to play it, but the quality of it screams that they actually put some time, effort, and truly wanted to make a great flight simulation. And, and for adding in those jobs, adding in that um, additional fidelity, like the, really getting close to the ground, um and really showing like they they truly are putting in that extra work that's what i thought was really cool um from that and then they actually add on this the dune expansion and, and and whatnot so a lot of those things i thought were um very very much so just not something i'm checking out um but it's something that i'm definitely excited that people that enjoy these games are still getting that that attention and that level of detail that everybody deserves to have um regardless if you play it or not so that's cool too anything on flight simulator did you play the first one um i didn't because even though it looks very good my issue is like what is my goal um like, there is no goal just yeah. yeah that's what i mean so the jobs are not it's not going to be like any quest or anything like that like i don't think but at least it gives some different type of objectives or something to do if i want to jump into it so my, yeah, uh, it gives uh, something to do. Yeah, as you stated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is good. I mean, I mean, you don't you don't want it to not have anything. But um, yeah. I think, I think, um, and I, how, what was I watching? I think I was watching Digital Foundry, and I think John Lindemann said it. But he said, or or Alex, he said that that it would be good to have. Um, maybe like when they when they kind of take it and take this level of gameplay and put like a horizon forza horizon type style game on top of it like they did with forza motorsports and then yeah. that's where people would be having fun maybe speed up the the gameplay and and things like that so you're actually having this arcade style less simulation but more of a fun game and that mm -hmm. might be the time where it be turned into a full-fledged game that people truly want to play um, outside of just simulation like obviously motorsport is where the simulation simulators go and then horizon is where everyone goes to play and, and enjoy the game so that was a cool concept too i, I would think i would play that if it if it did do that because i never yeah. played motorsport but i always play horizon so um and then next after that, what we got was Sianu's Saga. Um, probably the second biggest disappointment because it literally told us nothing new. And and honestly, I was like, they could have kept it. 
um, because there was nothing new. There was like a lack of like I, I truly wanted to know what the gameplay was looking like because we already know it looks pretty. We already know that it's probably going to be their best looking game on the console when it comes out. What I really want to know is whether or not the gameplay looks fun or not, because that was my biggest gripe with the first one is like the gameplay was just weird. It, it reminded me of, 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 of Infinity Blade on the iOS where you had like the swipes, but it wasn't like anything else. So I was like, that was what I wanted to see. I wanted them to truly push the game. And um, all we got was her talking to herself, unfortunately. And we already know this stuff. It's not nothing new for me. Now, that, that could be my perspective. What were your thoughts on Hellblade 2? Um, I mean, I, I partly agree. I think that this was the wrong trailer to show Ooh. because it doesn't make sense because well, it's a story game. Like, the first game had, like, okay combat, but the reason people like it is because the story... And like seeing her journey but there's no point in showing like a cutscene from the middle of the game with no context so it doesn't matter what emotions she's going through or the acting because you don't know why she's in that situation in the first place so that doesn't help sell the game to new people for me i think it looks cool the the art looks good she's going through some more <laughs> troubles and like mm -hmm. i enjoy her struggle in the first game and i think i will enjoy whatever struggle she's going through in this game but yeah you you want to see the whole package like how big is the game like are you you know obviously it's gonna be a linear game but like what type of stuff are you doing are you fighting more bosses are you doing more puzzles like what has changed um and i think that wasn't shown uh i don't know if they're gonna go sh if they shown anything else this weekend but uh that on its own um I guess wasn't enough because I think Hellblade mm -hmm. is really good and I think this is probably going to be could be the best game that Xbox like own studios has ever made yeah but you're not like really sh showing that so far you, you know just little snippets like this every year and then kinda, all they did was give us more right motion cap in the extra deep dive I was like are you freaking kidding me I get it yeah. they can act I really want to know how the story is going to unfold or not if how it's going to unfold, but at least set up or tell me how she plays into the first saga, like something interesting, like nothing. And, I, and that's what kind of disappointed me. Um, it was just seemed like, okay, now, okay, what now? What do I just wait another two years? Cause it wasn't no date. I mean, it said it's coming in 2024. So I guess I could, I deal with that, but there's there was just nothing that really truly sold it or said that this is the the next thing that's gonna be coming from Ninja Theory. It just felt like more of the same. And I think the other previous trailers when she was fighting that big um, troll or whatever that thing was was more interesting than this, and that was years ago. So. It just didn't feel right. It felt like they, they made, had a missed opportunity on the big stage. Um, but yeah. Okay, we're about halfway through. Um, Jalen, anything interesting um, from you that has anything you heard sounded interesting at all? I know you got Game Pass, so don't, don't tell me you got to pay for it. Anything interesting? I mean, 
only thing I was gonna say is potentially persona, but I don't I don't know if I really wanna uh play that entirely, so I mean other than that the other games don't really sound too too interesting. Fight simulator, not just flying. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's tough cookie right there. Tough cookie guys. All right, we're gonna keep going. Um we're gonna check back in with Jalen <laughs> at the end. Uh like a dragon, infinite wealth. Uh uh, it's like a dragon. I don't know what to say on that. I thought it was funny um, the whole time, and I think it'd be cool to kind of be in the if he's in the U.S. because they were speaking English, obviously. Um, I think it'd be interesting to run around and what they what they depict as the U.S. Um, so I thought that was the most intriguing thing. I never played any Yakuza game. I tried to play one and uh, fell off of it pretty fairly quickly. Um, so this might be one that I'm actually uh willing to, to 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 put a little more time in i thought it was cool um Why you fall off trailer um i just played something else i think like a dragon came out around the same time as guardians and i actually put like 20 hours in guardians and never beat it so i think that's what happened if i'm not mistaken that's supposed to be the more like rpg like yakuza game ain't it yeah this was the one with the more it was more rpg like yeah cartoon. yeah yeah turn base yeah, turn based. So this one, well, it got the same protagonist, so it should still be turn based. And mm-hmm. there's somewhere in the U.S., like Florida or Hawaii, like someplace with beach. Beach. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I liked like a dragon. I didn't finish it either because those games are long and there are a lot of side quests that you want to do. But mm. I what I played was really good, um, and funny, and so I think that this uh, could be good too. And I'm happy at least that it's turn-based because i don't like the like beat em up combat in the other yakuza games even though i mm. like the story that's always been my issue like i didn't like the combat i like the story so i'm at least uh interested in it. and what i was gonna say with the japanese games is that it's good that xbox is having better partnerships with these studios oh so yeah for sure and not out of exclusives like they did with final fantasy yeah uh, saying, yeah, that is that is a hundred percent true, and we gonna try to talk about that too. But we are already forty two minutes in, so we gotta keep it pushing. All right, Path of the Goddess, um, Capcom weird stuff. I did not care for it. I thought the art style was cool though, and I was like, um, looked like Pikmin, kind of how he was rallying his peoples, but at the same time, it's very creepy. Um, I was not in it that interested. What you got for that, Josh? Um, yeah, not much to say about it. The art looks good. It seems to be some sort of multiplayer type game. Um, and as long as it's not expensive or accessible on Game Pass, I'll check it out. But uh, it looked interesting, at least with like all the weird like demons and stuff coming out the ground and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Motorsports. Um, obviously, it's coming out very soon. Um, October 10th. Not very soon, but October tenth that a game will be out. Um, they look like they're making a great a great sim. Um, that, and then that's all I got to say on that one. Anything on? Oh, they decided to steal. They snuck another car in there, man. Like get the cars out the showcase. They just love putting cars in showcase. I don't care about your fancy car you want to debut at the showcase. They done done it four, three times now. It's ridiculous. I don't care. But um. Yeah, another car was shown, but outside of that, looks good. 
um, it showcases the Series X's power. At least it looked like it was with 4K 60 FPS um, when they did a deeper dive and showed off some gameplay of the, of the um, I think it's career mode um, of that. So thought it was cool. Anything on Forza? Their technology is really good, but I'm not into cars, so. <laughs> yeah. Overwatch 2 Invasion. I thought you said they canceled this stuff, Josh. Well, the so let me explain it that they're purposely being confusing about this to try to wash away their earlier promises. If you watch the first Overwatch 2 trailer, they promise three things. Single uh a story mode, you know, mm -hmm. with cutscenes and characters and stuff like that going through the story. And they promise a PvE multiplayer mode which you can customize your character, you can level up your abilities, you can change them. So now Genji can throw like giant uh, blade waves and stuff like that. And Ooh. then they promise the free multiplayer. What they cancel is the PVE multiplayer stuff. So they're removing all the customizable abilities or removing all the skill trees or removing all the upgrades and stuff like that that you would have in the multiplayer mode. They're still keeping the single player and obviously we got the free to play multiplayer. Uh, that's the single player is fine. Like I'm interested into the story, but there's some news about that today that some people might not like. But anyways, I'll, I'll play the single player story. But they, the missing PVE content is like we're getting two thirds of the game that you promised, and for no reason really. Like y'all making money, it, it, you could do it, and you just randomly cancel it like two months before it's supposed to release. So. That's yeah, why people are mad about that. Okay. And the single player, the story, you you have to buy the story. But yeah, it's, it's like not $15, a, right? Yeah, you buy episodes. So it's not like you spend $60, you get the whole story. You get episode one, $15. I don't know how long it's going to be, but you, they sell in each individual piece of the story. And it also oh. means not all coming out at the same time, which I don't know if I want to play a story over a year in Overwatch, like... You know, give me a campaign, give it to me up front, and let me play through it. Hmm, that's very interesting. Uh, it's, it's it's definitely the the battle pass free to play model for sure. Um, I can blame all that on that. If it was a sixty dollar game, I probably, we probably wouldn't have this issue. But because they went to the free to play model, they changed their structure, and um, all this stuff is happening. And that's kind of why I am. Um, I'm shying away from free to play games, but at the same time, they're, they're invading all the, the pay games too. So it's really nothing you can do. Um, but overwatch two, at least I thought the, the, the story mission was cool. I thought the firing range updates was cool. I thought the hero mastery was cool. Cause it gives me opportunity to play those and try to try to my best at, you know, they show you things that you probably didn't even think of about what they can do. Cause these heroes are individuals playing for a very long time and get good with them. So, um, Overwatch 2 Invasion, Jalen. Keep that in your mind. We're going to circle back. Uh, Persona 5 Tactica. Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, it's tactical. It's XCOM. And I thought that was cool. And I was like, oh, this is like XCOM type. But at the same time, I never played XCOM. And I still can't finish this Fire Emblem game I had for a while. So it's, it's, it's tough. Um, but again, this is another Atlas game that was showing off. Um, really truly is showing that they are getting a true partnership with Atlas and 
they seem like they are done with Sony. Because um, it was three games here and none over there. Um, but anything on Tactica Personified, Josh? No, uh, no, I don't care about Persona spinoffs. Like I know, yeah. especially Jalen hate chibi characters, so this game ain't ain't gonna get a big audience like uh, the regular. You talking about the dance, dance ones, the dance strikers? You gonna do the dance ones? Oh yeah, no, oh, yeah. I, I'll just play the 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 main releases. <laughs> Jesus, what about you, Jalen? You getting Personified Tactica? I know you like the Personify. You bought Personify. You bought Personify Royal. Now you got Tactica. What you think? Oh, that's John Cook, bro. I don't play no Persona spinoffs. <laughs> play the main game, and that's it. Y'all got enough time out of me. Don't ask for nothing up. I guess so. All right. So there was one game that I thought was looked at really poorly, um, or at least re- re- showed poorly, was Jassant. And I thought it was going to be a, it's a cool concept, but it felt like it was a little undercooked, like Recore. Uh, Jassant is that game where you, you kind of, they, they were like exploring platformer, but they were like jumping around and, and climbing up a cliff. Um, it's an indie type game, but I thought it was interesting. Steel Wakes the Deep. They told us nothing about it. And then Dungeons of Hintenburg. Uh, that definitely had like some of the worst animations I've seen in a while. Um, but again, these are all indie, so I'm judging them accordingly. Any of those three games that you had any um, thoughts on or thoughts popped out to you? Uh, not really. The Still Wakes the Deep is from, I guess, the Chinese room where they make interesting horror games. Uh, I'm personally not that interested, but it looks good, so it, mm-hmm. people might like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, um, Cyberpunk 2077 finally got a release date, and um, it showed off a little bit of the um, world and Idris Elba and all that good jazz. Um, still, definitely one of the highlights of the thing. Keanu Reeves came out doing his Keanu thing, being very weird. Um, but I, I'm just happy that it, it this is exist and this is coming out in September. I can play something very soon that I'm truly going to enjoy, and it's only thirty dollars, so I'm I'm excited for it. They said it's a very big expansion. Um, it's going to be doing a lot of changes to the game, um, a lot to go into on Cyberpunk, and um, like I said, this is a little long already, so we can make several make several back or may have to talk about it next week. But um, Cyberpunk 2077 looks great and they actually show some xbox series x footage in performance mode and that looked great so yeah I'm, I'm hyped for that for sure anything on cyberpunk josh yeah i'm uh it looks good i'm definitely gonna get it um we're not gonna go into all the details today but they talked a lot about the changes to the overall game mm-hmm. that they're adding vehicle combat and changing the skill trees and adding new skills and stuff like that so Overall, I think it's going to be a really good time to play Cyberpunk because it's going to be like a brand new game. Uh, I've personally been wanting to play through it again, but I'm, I might make, wait until the new overhaul is out and then try out all the new stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, that's, that, was some, that was some of the things I was thinking about too. Um, because I remember I started one and I got like halfway through the game and then I stopped. Um, so, but yeah. 
Uh, there was another game, a lot more games, but um, we're going to try to, I'm going to have to wrap it up. But Atlas had another game, Metaphor, big announcement, basically their newer game that's coming out. Cities of Skyline 2 was another huge game that people were enjoying and they liked that game for some reason. Towerborn was the new game, and I don't know the company now, but um, it's a new game coming from one of the Xbox Studios. Clockwork Revolution is the game from in exile entertainment and it looks amazing we also got a new xbox series s with one terabyte ssd and um so just to kind of wrap it all up what i want to say is is that this is probably by far the best showcase xbox has had in a very long time and i still have to give it a c plus b um simply because I know they have so much more to offer than what they showed, but the pacing, the style of it, and the amount of good games that were shown, I still have to give it a higher grade. But honestly, because I'm, I know a lot was missing. And again, we're not even talking about Starfield. Starfield was a whole nother 45 minutes, but um, that was essentially, uh, again, my opinion, one of the best showings they had in like the last five, six years. Um, what are your thoughts on the showing, Josh, and what would you grade it uh, A through F? Yeah, I think I think a C a C is fair because the what they showed was good. It was <laughs> just really long. They could have made it shorter. And some of the trailers that they showed, especially like the Ubisoft ones, like it would have been nice to get some gameplay in there. It eventually it came in the Ubisoft showing, but for Microsoft's like hour would have been nice to see a little bit more gameplay uh, but overall what they showed there's very few things that i was uh, disappointed in um mm -hmm. so it's good 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 okay well um what about you Jalen? anything coming from the big big x dog that got you excited <laughs> i'm, I'm like assuming no but we got we gotta ask <clears throat> uh Nah, probably not. I mean, you know me, Xbox DVR device. Not oh uh, <laughs> nah, well, I I, Let's emphasize that. the fact that Jalen don't play any PlayStation games either. So it's not like it's he's not like it's not like it's tough on one side. It's tough on all sides. Jalen don't play no games, but he he's on a game podcast and it's fine. <laughs> but Jalen don't play no Playing games. Cuphead. That you play the games that you you play the obscure games that you enjoy. Yes, you do play those. But like I said, it's tough to get you to play a game, right? Would you say that? Would you agree? Or no? Uh, I said stuff to get me to spend money on a game or <laughs> get me excited for a game. I say that. So, all right, all right. We 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 we'll amend it. It's tough to get Jalen to be excited for a game. Or slash spend money, but he'll well, play. You one. know that that Final Fantasy demo is free, so yeah, he ain't played that. I know he didn't. Wait, what? Final Fantasy 16 demo just came out. Yeah, and it like the first hour. Or, well, I don't know how long it was. It's the first part of the game. It, it was like two hours and something. I I, I played it. I, I, we gonna talk about it, but uh, yeah, I played it. But I, like I said. Some people don't, don't play games, it. man. They don't play games. Nah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, 
All right, let's move on. Let's move on. We took too way too long on that. Um, but overall, Xbox deserved that little time because definitely they they showed out a little bit. Um, now moving on to Ubisoft, and um, unfortunately, this is going to be very quick. Uh, Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora. That's Far Cry. Far Cry, and, uh, Far Cry <laughs> with blue people. Um, X Defiant. I'm still interested in it, but at the end of the day, it's closed beta. I don't. I, I haven't had a chance to play it, but um, it's not too. It didn't move the needle. Prince of Persia: mm. The Lost Crown. I'm not a 2D fan, um, and I'm, I'm gonna stop right here because maybe that's something that's different for you. I'm not a 2D fan, so I was zero. I had zero interest, but I do like the character design. I do like the moves. I do like. Like Metroid and stuff like that, those types of games, like it has some of those aspects to me, so it might pull me in. But again, it's not on Game Pass. I have to spend real money, and I don't know if I'm going to do so to try it. So mm -hmm. um, it's just one of those hard situations there. What about what did you think about Prince of Persia, X Defiant, or uh, Avatar? Uh, nothing to say about Avatar, or X Defiant. They're not really my games. Uh, mm -hmm. The Prince of Persia game. Um, they said that it has some Metroidvania ins inspirations, uh, which which is cool. Um, I think the game looks good, but yeah, like you said, it's a um, 2D game, and they're going to be asking for you know probably a premium price for it. I don't know what they they priced it at. Uh, as long as they make their overall package seem worth it, I, mm -hmm. I'll be interested in it. But yeah, it it's one of those smaller games, but it it looks good at least. So yeah. Um and 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 it, I think it's priced at forty nine ninety nine if I'm not mistaken. I hope it ain't sixty. Um, but then we had I actually really enjoyed this this trailer for and it's it they snuck a movie they snuck a a, a show in there guys uh, just like uh, Sony did with their Gran Turismo movie. Um, Captain Laserhawk a Blood Dragon remix. I thought the animation was really cool. I thought the soundtrack was really cool. It really gave me a lot of those um. It gave, it gave me cyberpunk vibes, but very much sort of more polished. Um, so I'm really interested in like these type of animated uh, movie situations. And they look like they're going to be utilizing a lot of Ubisoft characters, which I am I do understand and have, have played enough Ubisoft games to to get the references. So I am going to to, to, to watch this and I, and I think I might enjoy it. What did you think about that? If you, if you did see it, it was like the captain laser Hawk of blood dragon remix teaser. Yeah. I mean, it looks okay. It's kind of like a, I don't know what, how to describe the tone, but it's kind of more like a cartoon network or like a adult swim type show. Yeah. Uh, look like yeah, boondocks I, yeah. animation really to me. Yeah. And I'm going to check it out if it's uh, good, but I don't watch much TV, so I'm going to rely on your review uh, first. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm definitely going to check it out, though. Um, nobody care about Division, but they, they they wanted to put out their Division thing. Skip that. Skull and Bones, they did a, they did a song. Skip that. Um, Roller Champions, uh, Jets Head Radio event. I'm skipping that. Riders Republic Skate event. Now you got my attention. So mm -hmm. Riders Republic is always a good game to me. I just it's just those games like you don't have time to play. They're so big and ambitious that it truly just becomes overwhelming to play them. Um, it has so much to do in there, so many things, so many check marks, so many events, 
and, and like I said, I'm exhausted from all of the stuff that I got to do in the real world that where, where I want to go into a fake world and do more things. It's exhausting. So some more refined, the BMX one came out and then now the skateboard. This is super intriguing stuff. Like simply having one game that does everything. That's cool. But they just really need to focus in on truly what they want to do in those segments and not just have it so sporadic. But the Writers Republic is a is a great concept and they are really bringing it full circle. Um, and I enjoy that. But uh, again, that's not for everybody. But that was something that was a highlight for me. Um, anything for that before we move into uh, the other stuff? Nope. All right. The Crew Motorfest. Um horizon false horizon i guess um i didn't like the sounds of the cars they never get the car sounds right um it looked okay and it looked like they had some interesting things going on but um i'm already a horizon fan i have that i don't really want to give my time to something else and um honestly I, i'm just not interested but i think this is going to be a cool game and i think that the people are going to enjoy especially if they are a crew fan um, but I don't think this is going to reel in nobody new, unfortunately. And, and, and it's not going to fall flat because it looks like they actually put some time and effort into it. But at the same time, there's plenty of other games out there that um, try this concept or at least um, adapt that concept and it doesn't work out. But um, if anybody going to put money behind something that's failing is Ubisoft. So the crew mm. Motorfest. Um, and then we got a bunch of weird... Um, Assassin's Creed stuff, Assassin's Creed Nexus, which is the meta quest thing. Uh, Assassin's Creed codename Jade. Is This is not the... I know this ain't the one that's um, it's based... Not okay, good. This is um, So, this is the one that's um, on iOS and Android. It's a skip. Um, honestly, Mirage's story trailer was interesting, but... Um, I don't know. It, it, it I'm kind of over Assassin's Creed, and even if they try to go back to the, the roots of it, I still can just tell that y'all reused a lot of these assets, and y'all didn't try it enough. So, and, and that was my first brush. Um, what do you think about um, Assassin's Creed Mirage, Josh? So. Like I said, when I finished Valhalla, like I'm out of Assassin's Creed because of the story. Like I don't care with what they do, just because they're doing so much stupid stuff. Mm. And you know, the the main character in this game, like he was in Valhalla. Like I don't know if that's where he's in Valhalla. And uh, so what they show in this, like it, it's cool. But the problem is, like you, you know, you go into the past, you do their little story, and then you come out of the past and go to the real world. The stories in the past are always okay. Like you're just going mm -hmm. around, you're gonna kill a couple people, you're gonna kill kill the king, and then that's the end of the story. And then you're gonna go back to the real world, and then that's where the real story is. And like I personally don't care, so I'm not interested in it. And plus the gameplay is super simplified. Like not simplified in a bad way. Like they're going back to their roots. People want to play as an assassin. But part of the reason they stopped doing that is because it got boring because they did it eight times before they switched over to the RPG stuff. So them going back to the simple Assassin's Creed gameplay doesn't really do it for me because now you're just getting something you played before. Yeah. They're not innovating, as you stated. Um, 
Uh, but Star Wars Outlaws kind of saved their conference, not going to lie. Um, it was definitely an F until that popped up. Uh, and I knew it was coming. So Star Wars Outlaws came and it showed a really good uh, showing. And it truly gave us like the uh, additional identity of the game. So everything we wanted from, you know, gameplay, it was there. Um, it showed the transitions it showed going from indoors to outdoors to space it showed conversations it showed cutscenes. it showed um dialogue and choices you can make um it showed the warning system it showed a lot of the game and mechanics and how they work so that really told me that they were confident in the game itself um and i valued that so again this is coming out in 2024 so i if I'm having to grade Ubisoft Ford, I'm going to have to give it a solid D minus, D plus. <laughs> I say D, D, D. Um, and, and and I know it sounds harsh, but I cannot give it a, I can't give it a C because then I would say that's, that's the same as Xbox. And I don't want to give Xbox a B. So I'm going to have to give it a D. But it, it's passable. If you enjoy Ubisoft stuff, you probably would have enjoyed this. I just don't. I'm so over Ubisoft and how they kind of create and build worlds that it's scary how so samey everything feels. That's why you think I'm talking about Avatar as if it's Far Cry. Because they gave it a first person view and decided that that was going to be interesting. And they, I can tell they used animations from Far Cry to, to span out this. And it just doesn't look good. So... Um, it, it, it could play well. It could be fun. I just, I'm kind of over their tropes. I'm kind of, I want something new from them. Star Wars Outlaws could be new. It could be Watch Dogs in space. But overall, I have to trust that they are going to implement new ideas into a Star Wars Lucasfilm game. They have to. It, it doesn't make sense for them to be that incompetent. Um, but you will see, I think what they did and what they value in the Star Wars Outlaws is much bigger than what they valued in this Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. This is a shoe-in game, a tie-in. They got paid to make, and they made something. So I don't feel that same way about Outlaws. There's no reason for them to mess that up. But we will see. They both Disney. <laughs> uh, but we will see. Uh, but yeah, um, moving on from there and okay, we had an hour and six. That's good. That's good. Um, moving on. I wanted to kind of give you guys an update on all the games that are coming out between, um, now, well, at least August, I'm going to start from August, but the, really it's going to start heating up in September, but August is truly and, um, where I'm going to start. So, um, and I'm going only going about big, big games. Uh, I'm not going to play talking about all the, all the rest of the junk, but we got Armored Core coming out. Um, this is the, this, uh, this is the Armored Core from, um, from software, right? Fires of Rubicon, August 25th. We have Baldur's Gate three that's coming August 31st. We have Starfield coming September 6th. We have the Crew Motor Fest for the people that's a fan of those racing games, September 14th. We have Lies of P coming September 19th. We have Mortal Kombat 1 
coming September 19th. We have um, October. We have Forza coming out October 10th. Assassin's Creed Mirage coming out October 12th. Lords of the Fallen, which I don't know, it, it showed a little bit better than I thought. October 13th. Alan Wake 2, October 17th. We have um, <clears throat> Marvel Spider-Man 2, October 20th. Jesus, October is crazy. Um, November, we have um, not so much. Not actually nothing, really. And in December, we have Avatar. So there's still a little bit out for debate on what's coming out. But for honestly, September and October are really stacked. Um as in game releases and we really had a lot of good games already um quite a bit and i didn't think we was going to get that many good games this year but um as i look back we've gotten a lot so um how we feel about this year in gaming i mean for me i feel i truly feel overwhelmed that i don't have enough time to play the games i want to play like we had Odyssey, we had Resident Evil 4, we had Dead Space, we had Jedi Survivor, we had Zelda. We've had um, so many. Need for Speed Unbound, even though that came out in December, didn't heat up till January. Um, it's just so many games that have come out that it's just like, geez, I ain't got the time. And then there's more coming. It's not like, I mean, Diablo 4 is a game that I would truly buy right now, but I don't have the time because <laughs> just no time to play that type of game right now. But I would buy it because I know that that game is some quality game. Street Fighter, like Mortal Kombat, geez, there's, this is a stacked year for gaming. Um, how are we feeling? How are we feeling? And we've entered that time of the generation where developers are actually putting out the games that they've been working out for a while because, mm -hmm. you know, whenever it's a new generation, the new games take a long time to make and they're not going to be ready for the first two, three years. Yeah, This generation wasn't as bad because there were kind of a lot of cross-gen games that they, that they held, held mm -hmm. on to, so they released around the same time as the, the new consoles. Uh, but the second year, is this the third year? Right, this is the third year of the PS5. Third year, it came out in twenty twenty. Yeah. So yeah, third year yeah. of November. The second year was pretty light. I feel like last year yeah. there wasn't a lot going on, but this year again, everybody's uh, everything's coming out of the oven and it's ready to go. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's crazy to me. Um, I there were some talks about developmental cycles being longer and because of all the stuff that's happening with like the type of um like the ray tracing and the fidelity that people are requesting and time frames just being longer and longer. Um, I feel like that is true uh, to a large degree because um, I don't think we're going to have a, another year like this for a while. This is going to be a year that's going to be truly remembered for a lot of good games and a lot of stuff that's champ that's going to be championed during the um the game of the year i mean game uh game awards um but i don't see that happening again i mean it's just too much you know talking about, talking about daylight island two games that have been in the works for 10 years 
Gangs that's been working for 20 years. Starfield, we haven't even talked about that yet. Um, and honestly, um, but yeah, it's just so many good games. And I, I kind of want to go into that next. But just so many freaking games, dude. And I guess I'm I, I am I'm getting overwhelmed about the amount of stuff that I'm trying to play because it's just too much. Um, and I don't think uh, I don't think my wallet nor nor my nor my time schedule is prepared for the amount of games that's coming out. Final Fantasy 16 um, right around the corner. And it's just crazy. <laughs> it is freaking insane, dude. Um, yeah. So be prepared for that. Uh, that is going to be a very interesting, interesting end of the year. And, and, and like I said, I was able to wait for Dead Space. I just got it for $27. Jalen didn't want me to do that, but I had to. It was, it was, it was very much so $74. It was $74 and now it was $27. I said, shoot. <laughs> I, I said, I said, I got, I got to have it. Uh, but yeah, uh, I didn't even realize Pikmin 4 was coming out this year, man. Don't forget that banger Exo Primal. Jesus Christ. They kept showing that game every five seconds. That game is booty butt cheeks. I don't even care if it's coming to game pass. That game just looks atrocious and it might be fine, but no, not for me. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a packed year. Very much so. Then we're just getting started for real. So uh, yeah, hide your wallets, uh, get some time. Been playing the games and stuff like that, but uh, it's saying it's it seems like there's been a lot of good games and stuff coming out. Um, I'd be overwhelmed thinking about all the games I'll be talking about and stuff like that in a group that I'm like, I mean, ain't y'all finna buy another game? I thought y'all were just playing this game. <laughs> or y'all talking about this game? Or he's still you know, trying to play Elder Ring. He's still two years <clears> ago. <throat> Ain't the Elden Ring DLC coming out this year? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. Hey, man, we got it's it's some stuff. I ain't gonna lie, it's some stuff, and it's overwhelming. Um, but you know, we 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 get through it. Um, we we've already skipped quite a bit. Like I'm waiting on Dead Island Two to get to 27 or or at least 25, and then I pay for it. But um. There's plenty of games I've skipped that I want to play really badly, and I just haven't because I just don't have the time. Nor it would just be worthless. Like, um, it's just it's just crazy. Anyways, um, but let's move on to a the biggest game that was shown. Um, probably the biggest game ever made. After I watched that, I was like, "What the heck did I just watch? Did I just watch the the coming of?" Todd Howard, the the the, mm-hmm. the the essence of what that man truly can do. Did I just watch that? Um, that game is is is. I'm talking Starfield, people. So this is the Star Starfield um, portion of the of the of the podcast. But man, I just like is this game going to end? I just felt like. 40 minutes wasn't even enough for them. I feel like they had plenty more to show. Um, which is crazy to me to think about one game dealing with 45 minutes and still having more to show. But, um, 
I I I feel more confident that it's and we're gonna talk about the, the the big controversy around it too, but I feel way more confident than I ever was in a in a Bethesda game. I feel like they have been put to the fire to make a great game and they 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 have more riding on this than anybody. Um and what I can tell from them and what they've shown is that they are truly excited to simply unleash it on the world. Um, they don't really care for it to even sell well. They just want this massive game, this RPG, this open world sim of space to be out there in the wild. And when I thought about it and I was like, well, dang, I've never played a game that expansive from anybody else that where the, the story don't matter. I mean, it's going to be a story there, but I just got lost in the things I could do with from 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 out of it. Like, I didn't care about the story at that point. I said, I'm going to be the biggest pirate. I'm going to steal everybody's ship and I'm going to go make a base this big gargantuan base on this planet that nobody else can ever get to and that's where that's where i wanted to um i wanted to talk about multiplayer but maybe this is just a single player focus make this large huge thing and just deck it out and then create the biggest monstrosity of a ship i ever made and i can do it all and and just chill in the world and go explore and not ever deal with anything they want me to do and that yeah. would probably take me about 200 or so hours because there's a thousand planets and there's there's like handcrafted things that they want to implant on the on these places that tell stories. And I was like, hmm. That I mean, that right there is enough to me but not on but on top of that you have a standard rpg that gives you dialogue that gives you choices i'm not sure how expansive the choices could be with a thousand planets i think you can do a lot but they have literally showcased that these planets have different themes different situations different vibes and I said, I, and, I, and I thought to myself, I was like, well, what have I ever played that could, could match it? And I couldn't think of one thing. And I was like, what? I said, well, and then I started to, I started to like try to dismiss it anyway. I was like, I started going to like, but it's Todd Howard. Like this guy can't be trusted. <laughs> he, he does stuff. And he messes it up constantly. But I said, well, he, he does got Microsoft on his side. And they did force him to wait. He did try to put out a buggy mess in 2022. And they said no. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, you need more time. Uh, and he said that. And they admitted that. And then when Matt Booty came on and um, Phil, they were talking about it. And he was like, yeah, this is probably going to be like the most polished 
Bethesda game that ever came out, it just gave me a little more confidence that they are ready to show this game to that extent that the game yeah. don't really got that many problems. And if it is, it's minor. It's not to the they, point they where... All, all hands on deck on bug testing. Like, oh, I, I really off, do believe that. Off Windows and other projects to work on Starfield. <laughs> yes, I really truly believe it's an all hands on deck because this is the most important game that they ever going to put out. And it showed as soon as I saw how expansive and bold the whole game was i was like how do y'all even create that how did you even make that work together how do you how does the how does that work (laughs) how do you have and then when people were were breaking it down they were like and i was looking at and i was thinking like okay so you can just when he was talking about how you can interact with everything in the world i was like huh how do y'all how do y'all build games like that where it's well, not usually they do it and don't worry about bugs <laughs> that's the problem <laughs> yeah that's what that's my concern i said well how do y'all and and that's where i was talking about he and he was telling the story about one of the things that he did in there and how he somebody landed and he was wanted and somebody landed and he was fighting this enemy ship and they had like a sandstorm or whatever. And then he got on the ship to kill everything off and then it just took off into the space. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so you already pre prearranged for the thing to kind of go in. So everything just it felt like it got a mind of his own. So and I, I don't think I ever played a game like that. Or maybe I have played a Bethesda game like that. And I just, and that's why Skyrim so beloved because Honestly, I can't get into them games. Honestly, I I just feel like they don't have what I what I'm looking for, or at least I just got on I got into it too late. Because right now I can find those experiences in better places. I don't think I'm gonna find Starfield in a better place yet. Not right now. And then, yeah, I know they the, keep comparing No Man's Sky, but it's just not the same at all. Yeah, No Man's Sky did a lot of similar ideas, and they added a lot to it over the last few years. To be fair, mm-hmm. but when I played it, yeah, it felt shallow. Like you, the world is big, but there's nothing there. Yeah. And they're all the same. That could still be a problem with Starfield, but at least, but as it has the history of having like making RPGs to have good RPG systems and a bunch of different NPCs and quest lines. Like, yeah, I, I just, I just good. can't wait to get somebody to tell me to go to a different planet and just do stuff like I, I just feel like that's yeah. what's up, what I'm going to be experiencing. I'm going to be experiencing this 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 bountiful or this this very magical like experience of intergalactic travel mm-hmm. for for missions and things like that. That just that that truly will uh, define like this generation for a minute because ain't nobody else going to be able to do it. Uh have time to actually enjoy it because these games you have to play them like zelda like where you yeah. just run around and exploring everything i know if you just follow the main story it's i mean you're gonna get bored or if you wander around lost and not feel like you're not doing it right you're not gonna finish that's my problem with skyrim like i probably played skyrim for 20 hours and i don't remember anything about the main story the only stuff i remember is like oh i, f- I found a house and they were having a party and it then it turned out that party was full of vampires and it was like an interesting like story that i just wandered into but if you don't 
wander into the right place, you're just gonna be bored. <laughs> no, I agree. That's where, and 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 that's where I was like, I'm so fascinated with space and in, in in general that if you can create a sim for me to run around in and just have experiences in, like, I don't know what I don't, I don't know what I want to experience because I don't know what to create from that. I just know that that space is something I want to be in. I want to be in that space and just hang out and chill and do things, do stupid stuff or whatever the case may be. Like they're, they had, you know, ID software come in and help them with their, their 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 gunplay and help them with the with the 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 um motion blur and things like that to assist with making that better um that just like i said it just tells me that the that this isn't just bethesda's effort and same thing with final fantasy 16 after they talked about how ambitious it was they're talking about how they had the kingdom hearts people come in they had platinum come in to help with the combat they didn't just do this on their own. And that what makes sense for me for Starfield because it's just so big and and expanded and and broad that there's truly like this is one of those once in a generation type games like 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 a and I would say the first Zelda. Like this the second Zelda is truly revolutionary because of what it built upon on the first one, but the first one is the foundation. So I always consider that one to still be the, the that 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 revolutionary type of game that just just defined physics for me in games now of like why can't I do this you know like when you when you when you when you start to question other games where you can just literally only interact with certain things like well Zelda lets me interact with everything <laughs> why can't I interact with everything in this game because they just push a fidelity and they don't really want you they want you to run down a path so. I feel like Zelda was that in 2017, and now I think like Skyrim. I mean, Starfield is going to be that for this this generation of these current gen games and defining like what we truly want from a game or like an RPG. But man, this is not like a 10 year game to me. This feels like a, such a long and expansive game that it can last for a very long time. But um, I mean, obviously, graphically and things like that, that that may be uh, might be sidestep pretty soon and, and early and, and often. But I mean, people are still playing Skyrim. This is coming to PC. This is not just an Xbox exclusive. There's going to be my support. This is going to be something that you could play between Game Pass on the Xbox and the Game Pass on there. I mean, you can buy it on Steam and that's probably where everybody's going to purchase it. But, you know, there's just those options of being able to uh if I want to, um, in which we can talk about now, is the um, 30 FPS lock on console. I get it, man. I honestly do. I, I really didn't. I really was like upset for a little bit, but I, it was it, it literally took like f- me rewatching it in 4K to truly get why it's at 30 FPS. I get it. These are, this is a huge world. I get it. I'm not saying that it's susceptible, but I definitely get it. I don't get the, like, if it was a game of the scope of a Horizon Forbidden West or a um, God of War, I like, no, I absolutely don't get why you can't get it to be, you know, 1440p, 60. But it's just not that. It's like so many things happening under the engine to me. 
at least what from what I'm what I'm thinking about and how this is how it's how it's shaping up and what is being shown to me. Um, I really sound like I drank the Kool Aid. I hope, <laughs> but but from what I can see is, is that this game is truly doing something different. In order for that to happen, they had to make a choice. And um, from what they were explaining, the choice was, you know, fidelity or whatever over everything else to have a consistent <laughs> type of look. Um, and that's fine. Um, at the end of the day, I guess I have to accept that or buy a PC that's hard, that's strong enough to run it. And I think my PC can run it at 60, but um, at I think I'm going to stick with the console for now because I just know it's going to work. Um, and if I want to truly jump into the 60 FPS of that, I will do so. And if it's like a super beneficial, um, I will do it. But um, honestly, I'm, I'm not going to Starfield for the combat. I'm going there for the storytelling, the exploration, the the things that might occur on the day to day and or when I'm just running around roaming. Um, and really truly getting to see the one thing i did not see is um spacewalking i really want to see that i ain't seen none of that so i was like i really hope they have some so opportunities for me to spacewalk and they have gravity you know mechanics and levels of gravity on different planets and all this good jazz and it's like all pre you know baked in so i'm like you gotta have to be able to spacewalk you better be you gotta be able to get out and just jump around for a little bit that has to be there <laughs> um mm -hmm. it just makes sense to me but um but yeah from from what i saw from what i was um from what i saw and what i what, what they said um i i am totally sold on this game and i'm glad it's coming to game pass because i gotta pay for it but um yeah, I'm totally sold on it now. I'm, I I wasn't. Yes. I honestly was. This was a super skippable for me, but because of the amount of depth uh, they went into and they truly showed the uniqueness of a world of Bethesda. Because honestly, I did not get it. I was like, what is so special about Bethesda making a space game if it's just Fallout in space? Um, and. <laughs> Maybe I never understood what Fallout was because honestly, I played it very linear. I played it for the story, and I never, I never explored as much as I wanted to. I, I did have a lot of fun just going and creating my home in that game, but outside of that, I never. I went down like a few different side quest branches, um, but not much deviation. And I think that's probably where I was lost. But there were so many things I gravitated towards. Because it's a space elements, because of the stuff that they showed, um, this is an easy, easy game for me to recommend to people that are interested in something um, special. Because that's what I think it's going to be. As long as it don't sh launch in a crappy state, they already showed me enough to show that this game is going to be something special. But if it's, if it's a crappy state, it's a crappy state. But mm -hmm. I, don't, I think they got too much ride on it to let that happen. Now, I know I spoke yeah. a lot, um, <laughs> so I'm going to let you guys talk. Hopefully, Jalen, you soaked up something, um, and maybe what is your perspective from someone that don't truly play games? <laughs> I'm going to keep saying it. <laughs> what was your perspective on uh, Bethesda? I know, you, I know you don't like them, 
but um we can uh i guess we can go from uh go go there and kind of talk about that for a little bit but um yeah you guys had a floor i talked enough <laughs> starfield um yeah you said a lot uh and i agree with everything i don't have too much to add to it um starfield i was impressed by what they showed in the showcase even though it was really long they went very deep into like all of the things that they've been working on and that's honestly what sold me on the game so good on them for actually uh putting that out there um i'm just glad i mean it still looks like a fallout game like overall structure yeah. But seeing them put this into space and adding, since they can't like just reuse their old stuff, kind of they gotta come up with new content, new ideas, new systems, uh, and I think that's the most exciting part to actually see them push themselves uh, instead of just recycling similar things. Yeah, reusing. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, for me, I just want to fly to a you know different planet, land explore find out what quests are going on there and find like the weird alien artifacts that they have going on and i think that as long as they can deliver that and keep giving me that exciting experience as i keep exploring uh mm-hmm. it'll be a worthwhile experience yeah yep for sure for sure for sure for sure all right what about um, you Jalen? you about to pick up uh skyrim in space Skyrim in space. Space room. Nah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I have to, like, check it out and stuff like that. The biggest thing I like about Bethesda was their games, and they uh, they just, like, seem like clunky games and stuff like that. So, And it's not all Bethesda games, but um, I remember Skyrim being like that. I mean, Dishonored. So, I mean, it's just, you know. Yeah, they I never mean, focused on, like, either, so. quality. Yeah, no, 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 they didn't. <laughs> and that was my biggest thing. As soon as I started that they were 30 FPS, I was like, well, it better have God of War polish. But then I realized it's Bethesda, so I was like, that's too much of a high standard for them. So then I was like, as long as the game is in a playable state and it doesn't have any grain-breaking bugs, um, I'm comfortable with trying it out. Um, I need a stable frame rate, of course, and I think them going hitting a target of 430 FPS is going to be fine for this game. Um, and I, I, I'd be more concerned if they were trying to go for 60, to be honest. Um, but because they're not, that means that they plant, they had the overhead and they had it running and now they already had to think about is truly polishing the game to make every mechanic really sing. And it probably won't because it's Bethesda, but I, 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 like I said, I don't want to give them a pass. I just know what a good game when I see one and I know uh the amount of detail that it takes to make this type of game it it, it kind of doesn't come that often. So I just want to I just want to appreciate that for the time being. But they can't get this slander easily if it comes out in a terrible state. It's just more so appreciating when a dev um delivers on their vision in the right way where they don't compromise. Um, and I don't see any compromises here. I just see a long developmental cycle where they, 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 they put a lot of stuff into this and they uh, tried hard and they, they came out on the other side of it. So um, that's my, that's my focus point um, right now. Um, but 
I don't want to excuse Bethesda because that they they're in, they're inexcusable right now. You know what happened with Redfall. And I think that's what I think um, everybody was working on uh, Starfield. <laughs> that's why Redfall happened. Um, uh, they had to sacrifice somebody, and um, it just happened to be Redfall. But um, but yeah, I think I think this is going to be um, a, a generational leap and and. Um, an advancement it's just gonna it, i think it's just gonna be a cool effort um and i and i, and I think that i'm gonna leave it at that i don't want to say too much um but yeah okay 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 i think we got through a lot of what i wanted to talk about um final fantasy 16 demo is probably the last thing we want to end on um so yeah i played it Cause I'm a real gamer, and I actually keep up with the times. And <laughs> just but Final Fantasy 16 demo, uh, I came out two days ago, uh, and that was all Square uh, Square Enix did a thing, but it was really just the Final Fantasy Direct, the, the pre pre launch thing, and um, uh. They kind of talked about and went through. That's how I got that information about who they brought in for development, like um, the Kingdom Hearts guy director and um, the uh, individual from uh, Platinum Games, the director there. They brought those people in to assist with the finalization of the game. And let me just say that OST is a bussing. That's all I can say. I was like, man, what is this game that I'm playing? It, it was smooth. What? Well, let me take that back. The gameplay is not that smooth. It's a little jank, but um, but what I can tell you is that the loading times, the experience, the the visuals on display, the the bombastic combat, um, it, it's truly just Devil May Cry, but on like the biggest budget in the world. It feel like they had endless budget. Um, the music, man. I have never been so pumped to do watch a cutscene or or get into a fight, but this music is dummy. But y'all already knew that. Y'all y'all love that them, them OSTs. Um, but they be having some heat, man. Big they, heat. They do. They do have some heat. I ain't gonna lie. Um, I ain't trying to rub it in Josh's face because he ain't got a PS Five, and I don't think he's gonna get one for this. But it is a good game. I mean, I can say that it, it feels like a good game. It feels like they put the effort in. I haven't finished. I mean, obviously, I haven't. It's only two hours. I only play the hour and 30. Um, but from what I can tell, they're very confident in the in the in, the, in that they, they that cocaina. That's what it is. They, 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 they very confident in the product. So um, that I feel I can feel that throughout the entire presentation, throughout the the entire thing, it, they're very confident that they have a great game on their hands. And um, the biggest the drawback that I can say is that their performance mode, um, and maybe I have to restart it, but dude, does it do a bad... It's like 1080p, 1440p upscaled at 60 FPS, but the, you can barely tell your guy's textures on his body. And I think, like I said, I think it was a bug because... I've never seen something that bad from them, um, but I left it in a 30 FPS mode, and that's a 1440p reconstructed to 4K, and it looks great. But um, 
yeah, I was trying to go to 60 FPS to see the differences and like things like that, but it was that was a no go. The whole person looked at muddy, so um, never seen that before. So I think it was a bug, truly. But um, other people were saying that that was just how it looked when I looked it up online. But hopefully, it's just a bug and they could do some little optimization because. Um, not that I want to play that game at 60, but it is an action packed game now. So there's timing and things like that. And I was like, mm, maybe I should play it at 60. So I still want that option to be a, a decent option. Um, because it, it is an action packed game. It's not an RPG. I mean, it's not a, it's not a turn based game. It's very fast paced, very action heavy. And, um, yeah, it's just some some really dope moments already in the first little couple of hours, man. So I already know it's gonna, I, I know it's gonna get bigger and crazier from here, but um, it's dope. Um, I'm gonna pre-order a game, man. You might pre-order a game for for, for uh, finally, you know, you might finally pre-order it. But that I ain't gonna pre-order it anyway. I never pre-order anything now, but. It, it it definitely is um it's definitely one of those games that's that's gonna make you upset that you can't play it if you know on a different console. For real. Mm-hmm. Um and and, that, and that's where that's where it come down to the console where stuff I'd be like, that's pretty stupid to waste waste time worrying about, you know, staying loyal to a company or, you know, not playing good games because you don't have and i understand not having versus just uh objectively just saying i don't want because i don't want to you know purchase it and it makes sense when you don't really have that many games that you want to play on it and it's like one purchase for one thing but um i always buy both because i know both of them gonna provide a experience that i'm i'm probably going to be interested in so but um final fantasy 16 they 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 did they thing um at least in a demo um and it carries over and if you beat the demo you get unlock a special battle in the um in the menu so once you beat it you can load it back up and it should be like a special battle you can play um to play that as well so but yeah overall guys it has been an amazing week for gaming. <laughs> I'm talking great. I'm talking extravagant. I'm talking useful. I'm talking all the great information that came out this week. Um, I just wish it was an E3, honestly. I kind of miss it now because I wanted to go to one. And E3 kind of helped... You know, you had the offhand camera gameplay or the demos and things like that that people could get some hands on, and it kind of held the cut the the developers to a certain uh, higher degree. Like if you're gonna show something, you gotta show it on the floor too, so you can, people can try it. Um, a lot of people are getting away with this in-game footage, and I like I said, I gave praise to Microsoft for having a good showing. Like I said, I had to keep it at a C minus and C plus. Uh, sorry, C plus because of the trickery there, and they just have plenty more to show. They should have shown more, um, but we'll see what happened next year. I think um, Microsoft stating that they wanted to put out four first-party games a year. I think they can really do that. Um, they have enough talent. They have enough 
the publishing that they could possibly do it, even if they're small scale. But I'm not saying four triple A's. I'm talking four first party games from them. Um, they could probably do one triple A, three double A's, like Hi-Fi Rush or something like that. Because they they already did it with this one. They did Hi-Fi Rush, Redfall, Starfield, and then Motorsport. Um, so they got the cadence. It's just now what they're gonna be putting out next year. Um, so we'll see. Uh, but that's pretty much it. Um, anything else y'all want to add or say before we get up out of here? But no, I'm, I'm looking forward to 16. Down. Everything else all looks good. I'm gonna probably pick, maybe pick up a PS5 uh, soon. But yeah, I love 14, and I'm glad y'all can finally see the good stuff about it. Uh, the music is good. It's the same writers same team overall so them having infinite budget is gonna allow them to shine <laughs> yeah infinite budget for real okay well all right then um i want to thank you guys for listening as always this was a little longer than i expected about 15 minutes longer um but i want to thank you guys for listening and getting through it um um, we're going to be back here again next week with more content. If you got to this part, you're the real OG. There's some more stuff that we actually didn't cover, like the Xbox Series S. We didn't cover um, Raymond coming into the Mario Rapids. We, we, this stuff, Lies of P, I want to talk about because I just think that's a dope game. But we're going to talk about that type of stuff. Um, and, yeah, that's pretty much it. Thank you guys for listening. And we will be back next week. Stay safe. Peace.